Welcome to AB3 Speaks with Monica Antakia, the podcast on academic business and branding, where we talk about planning, building, running, and growing a business as Black academic women who want to share their knowledge with the world. I'm Takia Nur Amin, academic success strategist, dance scholar, and lover of all things luxury. I'm Monica A. Coleman, professor, religious leader, and mom to an active growing kid. We have over 25 years combined experience of sharing our academic knowledge beyond the classroom, and we're telling you all the things we wish someone had told us. We will share our values-led ways of monetizing your advanced education in today's global marketplace and highlight Black academic women who are doing this with excellence and flair. So stay hydrated, make sure you have something to write on and write with, because class is in session. On the syllabus today is professional development, or when is it time to get additional training? You know, this is a really timely topic because so many of us are in full swing of the academic year, and I'm sure that many of you have either engaged in some kind of professional development activity at your job already this year, or perhaps you're planning to do so in the spring. Many academics are used to participating in or seeking out professional development opportunities to assist us with our work, to assist us with our careers. But the question becomes, what does it look like to do that for your business? I think the first rule of thumb that you have to remember and accept is that In the same way that you invest in your learning, growth, and development for your day job, you will, at various points, need to invest in education and development for yourself as a Black academic entrepreneur. If you want to be successful as a Black academic entrepreneur, there will be times that you have to invest in your growth, learning, and development as a budding business person, as a Black academic entrepreneur, the same way that you would for your day job. And in this case, it's going to be important for you to make decisions, critical decisions, choices, about when and how to invest in your growth and learning as a business person. There isn't going to be Um, a department chair or someone standing over you telling you to take this workshop or attend this particular conference or sit in on this particular meeting. So how do you discern for yourself when it's best to invest in those moments and possibilities as a business person? We're going to talk today about several instances when you want to make sure that you pump up the volume around your training as a business person and so that you know what kind of opportunities to look for and what kinds of costs are going to be relevant to your growth. You know, I think for many of us in the academy, professional development feels like something we have to do, not something we're choosing to do. And so I think that can make translating it into business a little bit more difficult. Well, I go to this conference because I kind of have to go to the conference because everyone in my my field goes to the conference and it's just something you have to do for your CV. I'm presenting at this conference because I have to do it or I'm going to this workshop because my supervisor told me to go. And so Even if we're learning things 
So often professional development can feel compulsory or something that you have to do or something that is so greatly inconvenient to your life to do because picking up and go to a conference is expensive. You're leaving whatever's at home at home, right? You're thinking of all these things. And so sometimes it doesn't feel like I'm doing this so I can learn and grow because maybe you don't learn and grow (laughs) at your guild conferences or it just feels a requirement. And when you're in your business, There may be things you need to do, but it probably won't feel as compulsory or arduous. And there's not the same kind of external pressure to do professional development like there might be for many people in the academy. One particular occasion you might um, think of to um, invest in your own professional development is perhaps based on the business that you've chosen to build and run and develop. There's a specific skill that you need in order to take your business to the next level. Maybe you have decided that you'd like to create online courses for your business. And while you are familiar with curriculum development and teaching and using certain learning management systems through your campus, you are less familiar with the learning management systems that folks use online to do the kind of course delivery to a broader, wider audience. You've done some research and you've looked at a few platforms, but now you need to um, really get in there and figure out how to use various platforms, what's going to be the best um, source of delivery for the content that you've chosen to curate. That would be an example of needing to learn a specific skill in order to level up and continue to grow your business. If you are unfamiliar with a particular kind of software or tool that you need, it is best to seek out an opportunity where someone can teach you how to skill up quickly. Why spend six months trying to learn an online course platform when you can take a three-day training over a weekend or even a half day and learn enough familiarity, at least, to get your content up so that you can start making your funds back, okay? So one opportunity where it's important that you get comfortable investing in your professional development is if you've decided to offer something in your business, and in order to do so, you need certain tools or software or resources to do it, and you don't have that knowledge base already. That is a perfect time to invest in yourself as a business person in terms of professional development. Another reason you might invest in yourself is when you need community of like-minded people. It's very common. I think about this with academic conferences. It's like I'm kind of going for the conference. I'm kind of going to see my friends and colleagues who are all over the country who I don't normally get to see. So Likewise, as a business owner, you might want to be in community with other people who are like-minded, who have a similar background, who offer similar services, who are wrestling with some of the similar things. And that would be a chance to right, be in community with them, especially when you might not see that right next to you wherever you are. You might not, you might need to be in a more national or global community to find the four or five or six other people who are working in your niche, who are wrestling with similar things, who are perhaps maybe if you're making a whole lot of money, you want to be in community with other people who are in that same kind of business bracket or who are building their businesses in certain ways. 
Or you might want to be in a community, for example, of other Black academic women business owners, but you don't know them because you don't. And so you would look for a community of other Black academic women business owners. I mean, just as an example, right? <laughs> so you might also invest in some kind of professional development around those who are creating community of like-minded people. Let's say you've decided to offer particular services through your business. You've decided to work as a life coach. Um, You've decided to do some strategic consulting. You've decided to offer some new service in your business. Congratulations on making the decision to clarify your offerings. However, now you have to consider, is there additional training that you need in order to offer that particular service? Do you need to participate in a training that's offered specifically for people who are coaching in your niche? Do you need to go to a three-day training around new trends in nonprofit consulting, right? These are optimal times to think about, is it a moment to invest in professional development? Once you've clarified business offerings, or in some instances, perhaps changed business offerings a bit, perhaps you've chosen to streamline in some way, which is perfectly fine. That's a juncture at which you want to ask yourself, is there a training I need right now that will help me sharpen my skill set, level up, um, put myself at the vanguard of other entrepreneurs who are doing similar work? Is this going to allow me to offer this service to my ideal clients with more excellence, more ease, more clarity, more grace? If that's the case, it might be a time for you to invest in some additional professional development. So perhaps there's training that you need in order to do the work you've chosen to do excellently, right? We might do it well, but perhaps that training positions us to do it excellently. Similarly, depending on the kind of business that you run, you may need to invest in some professional development because there are industry standards with which you need to be familiar. Perhaps through your business, you offer um, continuing education units of some kind, or perhaps the kinds of organizations that you work with require you to interact with industry professionals who expect a certain level of credentialing from the companies that they work with or contract with. So in order for you to remain competitive, you need to be familiar with the the most recent trends in industry standards. Perhaps you need to participate in whatever the training is so that you can get the certification logo and pop it on your website and your materials. It may be necessary that depending on the kind of business you've chosen to run at various junctures, annually, twice a year, quarterly, you need to invest in regular or ongoing professional development that keeps you in compliance so that you are a business that organizations or companies in your niche can work with, right? So it's a great time to be thinking about investing in professional development if the kind of business that you've chosen to create requires you to be in compliance with or at least aware of industry standards and you would be able to attract bigger clients, better clients if you had certain certifications or qualifications through your company. 
Another reason you might invest in a kind of professional development would be to build your network. Right. I think of this as a little bit differently than community because community is sometimes is for your soul, right? It's to help you feel like you're not alone, to make sure you know other people who are doing similar things to you. It, I often think of that as being kind of a peer network. But when building your network, this might be strategic so that you're meeting other people who can become your clients, who have access to those who are clients, people you might want to partner with. Um, on what they're doing and what you're doing. You see some synergy. Hey, let's do a summit together. As an example, let's, I'll host you on this, you host me on that, right? Something that where you're really trying to build those networks around your business, I think specifically so that you can grow your business, right? And you can stretch a little bit and see what others are doing. So you're really talking about the way you can kind of connect with others in a business way. And so that would be a really good reason to invest in a kind of professional development. The other reason is to become stronger at what you do. We know you're always you're already good at something, but you could always be better at it, right? Um, whether that's, okay, I know how to teach, but I would love to learn some new pedagogies. I would like to know how to incorporate theater into my teaching or how to incorporate tests into the way I'm teaching online, as an example. Um, if you are a public speaker, for example, let's say you know how to speak just fine, but maybe you want to be even better at that. You want the chance to mess up a little bit, to try something new when there's not much at stake, to learn from someone else who you think of is a master speaker, for example, to be in their company, to learn their tips. So you're already good at something, but you want to get even better at whatever your craft might be. And those would be really great times to invest in professional development. I would also add, one of the times I've often invested in professional development is around marketing, because this is the part we often don't know. So how do I get more clients? How do I reach more people? How do I market to this kind of niche? Is there somebody else who already knows how to do that, who can begin to teach me how they do that? Um, because when you're a university classroom professor, the people just show up in your class, right? They just register for your class. For the most part, you're not out there selling your class. Like, hey, come take it. And so the marketing might be something you don't know. And marketing strategies change very quickly right? Especially with the advent of social media, the way people marketed to businesses, what, 10 years ago, 15 years ago is not how people market to businesses now. And that would probably be even true. You could probably say pre-COVID and post-COVID, the way in which people do marketing. So learning how to market to your niche or learning how to use a particular kind of marketing would be another reason you might invest in professional development. I like to think of professional development as the self-care of your business, right? We know what it's like to think about our self-care. And I think rightly so, we're like, it's not just bubble baths and spa days, although bubble baths are great and spa days are wonderful, right? But it's kind of that ongoing way in which we you know, try to pattern our lives so that we're frequently getting rest. We have strategies for knowing how to breathe deeply or how to stop and get a little bit more balance between work and life. Well, professional development does that too, right? It's the way in which your business continues to take care of itself, 
where you can pause, you can reflect, you can think about a little metacognitively, how am I doing this? Am I doing this in the best way? Let somebody teach you, right? Because we're often in a position where we're delivering services to someone else. And when you engage in professional development, you get to be the audience. Someone gets to teach you something new. Someone gets to do some of that research and share that with you. And in a way, that can be a way of resting from always being the one who is in charge, who is in command, who has the authority, who is giving out the information to let somebody share that with you. That could actually feel like a bit of a joy, in fact, to be on the other end of that. So when you think about it as the self-care of your business, what are you going to invest in your business being well? Okay, so now that we have talked about several moments or occasions in your business where you might want to invest in professional development, let's get to the nitty gritty and talk about cost. We've had people ask us, well, how much should I expect to spend on professional development in any given year or any given quarter? And the truth is there's no single right answer to this. Our rule of thumb with regard to uh, cost for professional development is that what things cost depends on what you are investing in at that time. Let's say you have signed up on someone's mailing list, you submitted your email address, and in exchange, you get um, a link to a video and a five or 10 page PDF. Lots of people offer training on different resources in that way. That could be a very, that might be a freebie, it might be free depending on the business. Maybe they're using that training as a lead magnet, but Generally, that might be a low-cost, two-digit offering, $17, $25, $27, okay? Depending on the length, maybe $47, okay? Maybe you're going to participate in a week-long webinar or training about something that might get you to higher two digits, low three digits, $97, $127, $147, depending on the add-ons and upgrades. Okay. But professional development for your business can run you all the way up into multiple thousands of dollars. If you're participating in a year long or 18 month long mastermind, masterminds are generally $20,000 and up. I know someone who participate in, participated in a two year mastermind that was a little over $40,000. So what things cost depends on what you're investing in at any given time. And as you're planning the finances for your business, I would encourage you to think about putting money aside to support your business self-care, as Monica put it, or to support your professional development, okay? One of the first things to consider, can I afford it? Have I made enough money in my business where I can participate in whatever the professional development opportunity is, or I want to be a part of this training that is $15,000. How can I get myself there? Well, if I do keynotes or speaking engagements and they're all between five and $10,000, I can do three speaking engagements and make the money that I need to invest in that particular thing, right? You have to start asking yourself, can I afford it? And if the answer is no, How do I work it so that I have the resources to afford it? How do I earn the resources through my business so that I can participate in the opportunities that I've identified for myself 
We talk about, you know, making revenue and reinvesting in the business. That doesn't just mean buying new microphones or buying new t-shirts or paying a graphic designer for a new website. Sometimes investing in the business means investing in yourself so that you can get the professional development you need to level up your businesses and make more revenue, right? This investment is about leveling up your skill set, your awareness, your know-how, your delivery to your clients, your visibility with marketing, whatever it is, so that you can do your business better, more effectively, more efficiently, and bring in even more revenue. You know, when you put it that way, it reminds me that education itself is a kind of professional development, right? We're people who are used to investing in ourselves often a lot of money (laughs) into ourselves, right? I mean, we're getting degrees, but we're also investing in ourselves as if we're the most important, right, asset that we have. And that's our knowledge base. You know, very similar to what Takia just said, something else you might think about is, will I make back the investment by implementing what I've learned in this particular professional development, right? If I've learned this skill right or if i do what they tell me to do and many many things will have a pretty i have almost um a money back guarantee well like if you work this program for 6 months and you don't make back what you've invested we'll do xyz maybe we'll give it back to you we will work with you one on one instead of in a group model until you've earned it back right but they feel so strongly about the system that they're teaching that they will almost assure you that if you do it this way, you'll make it back. And you could think of that with a lower cost offering, something that is about $1,000, or with a higher cost offering, something that is ten dollars or $15,000. That if I really do this next program that costs this much money, I know that if I can implement it in two or three ways, that money's coming right back to me, plus whatever I make over and above that. So that's one way of thinking about, am I going to put this kind of money out? Is am I going to make it back if I do what they've been sharing with me and what I need to learn how to do? As you are evaluating professional development opportunities to invest in for your business, a question you need to ask yourself is, do I need to know this skill or tool or resource? Do I need to invest in this training to jumpstart my business or the next thing that I'm trying to do in my business? Am I just investing in this training because it looks hot or because I heard someone else is doing it or because the ad was splashy? Okay, those are not great reasons to be investing in professional development. But if you know that this offering will allow you to level up your business or do the next thing that you've been planning to implement in your business, then it might be a good time for you to invest in some professional development. You also might want to consider um, if you're planning to hire someone to do something in your business. Let's say you are going to hire someone to design uh, some collateral as well as new graphics for your website. Perhaps you participate in a learning or development opportunity so that you know what to ask the person that you plan to hire. You have some awareness of what it is you're asking them to do. Now, let me be clear. You're not the one making the graphics or building out the design, but at least you understand the language, the process, the protocol, and what your needs are because you participated in a three-day training on the topic. 
So if you're planning to hire someone to do something in your business, it might still be appropriate for you to invest in some professional development at that time so that you are better equipped to ensure that you get what you're asking for, that you aren't just being led by this other service provider. You know what the industry is. You have some awareness. You know what you're asking for so that you make sure that you're using your dollars wisely and not being manipulated in your business. You know, another reason or thing to think about when you're like, is this something I should do? Is is this going to help you to move forward in your business? Is this going to help you to innovate something in your business? Maybe your business is going well, it's fine, but you feel like you're treading water and you're looking for what's that next new thing I need to do. Because if you feel like you're treading water, the people you work with probably also feel like things have gotten a little static. And so you're like, maybe I just want to figure out how to do something new because that's what's going to give me more energy again. That's what's going to kick a little new life into the business. This is the innovation that's happening in this field. And I just really need to know more about it. So I'm not starting my business, but I've got to take it to another level. And you're not sure how to do that or you're not sure what to do to do that, or you might know, but you don't have the skill set yet to do that. And those would be good reasons because it's another way you're probably going to earn that money back or whatever you invest. If it goes well, and presumably you're making a very thoughtful and reflective decision, and you're working with those who have you know, a track record of doing well and helping people, then you can say, yeah, this is a way that's going to really kind of take me to that next level and help me to innovate in my business. So Taki has been giving a lot of examples of what those professional developments might look like. They might be trainings, they might be workshops, you might take classes, you might have online write PDFs and videos that you're working with, you might be attending a conference. Something we're very familiar with is earning a certificate, right? You might actually become certified in XYZ, where you're really learning how to do something, and then you're getting that certificate. All of these are examples of professional development. Can you think of any common ones that I've missed, Takia? No, I would say here at AB3 Speaks, um, I would want our audience to know that we would never encourage you to do something that we ourselves haven't done. Both myself and Monica have participated in countless workshops, trainings, conferences and other opportunities to develop our own businesses. And we are thoughtful about vetting those opportunities and um, careful about what we invest our time and money in. But we would never encourage you to do something that we ourselves hadn't done. And honestly, it's critical for you to think about this. The same way you're thinking about professional development for, you know, if you have a day job, you've got to start thinking about this in terms of your business growth and development. What classes or workshops or opportunities exist for me to grow up and level up as a business owner? And what's going to help me um, really continue to move forward in meeting the needs of my clients with clarity and confidence. It's another reason to invest in these kinds of opportunities so that you feel even more secure in your skill set and even more able in your ability to meet the needs of your clients. You know, something I think I forgot to mention is that whenever you're looking for a professional development opportunity, there's going to be more than one person or company that offers that. So how are you deciding between these three or four people who might be who might see you in their market? 
And that actually is when personality matters. When you can actually get to know someone through their social media, perhaps their podcast, their lives and see, does this seem like it meshes with my personality? Does, does this business's value seem to align with my values? Are they speaking kind of directly to my niche? Have I seen their business at work? And I'm like, hey, I've always been wondering how how they've made that happen. Right. So some of it also is just that something you can't name that makes you choose one group or one company over another, because this is what feels right for who you are. Some organizations are faith based and being around other people of your same faith who are oriented around this particular business offering is important to you. And so you're like, yeah, I do want to. This is the one I kind of lean more towards. So that's actually another thing to consider. Or when you're weighing things that seem otherwise equal, you would kind of think, eh, what feels like? Who do I want to? Who do I want to work with? Uh, who feels like the right kind of person for me? Well, you know, at AB3, we work with people who, for whom we are their professional development, uh, with a number of Black academic women who've decided to invest in their cells by co- going through our signature program. And it is a joy for us. We actually love it. But who consider it their professional development, uh, who just looked at what they needed to do, what they're trying to do. And they're like, hey, I think I can help you. And I'll also let you know, not everyone does this, but we're really honest. If someone says, this is what I'm trying to do, can you help me with this? If we can't, we'll tell you we can't. We will tell, we will not take your money. We will refer you to who we think is really great at what you need. And if we think we can, we'll tell you, yes, we really think we can support you in meeting your next goal. And that's what I would look for from anybody, that kind of honesty about what they do, who they serve, and what they don't do, which is why you can't just have a straight, let me click this button and give all the money. We want to know more about you so that we can see, are we the best people to support you in getting to where you want to go next? What we offer through the Academic Business and Branding Brain Trust, lovingly known as AB3, is in-depth focused guidance and training for Black academic women who really want to share their knowledge with the world. Not only do you get access to our signature framework and training, you also get access to an amazing community of other Black women academic entrepreneurs who are investing in themselves and building their businesses and leveling up in the ways that we've described. And it is an absolute joy and pleasure for Monica and I to do that work with other Black women who have decided that their day job, while wonderful, is perhaps not large enough to allow them to live out their full vision and full passion for the lives that they want to create. Applications are open now for upcoming cohorts. And so if you're interested, we hope to see your application for the next round of AB3. Thank you for joining us for this episode of AB3 Speaks with Monica and Takia. We do this podcast because we want to serve and support Black academic women's entrepreneurial dreams. So subscribe and leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. We read every one, and this will help others to find the show. If you're looking to take the next step in your career, go to BlackAdamicBrainTrust.com, where you can join our amazing community and get our free resource on the 12 questions you should ask yourself before becoming a Black Academic entrepreneur. Our mission is to nurture your entrepreneurial dreams within and beyond the academy and build a business that both sustains and offers you freedom. We look forward to you finding and joining us 
at blackademicbraintrust.com. Because we want you to win. Thank you.